So, Lisa, you know how we start the podcast, don't you? I have heard rumours. Okay. Well, <laughs> don't know what you're going to well, get with me. Well, without further ado, okay. social media, social club. Social media, social club. I don't really think I can do it. <laughs> <laughs> Welcome to another episode <laughs> of Social Media Social Club. My name is Josh. My name is Hannah. Uh, and today we have with us um, Senior Content Manager and Senior Citizen, <laughs> Lisa Gormley. We've invited Lisa to here today because she commonly refers to herself as the oldest woman alive. So who better to speak to about... An old social media platform yes. from 2004. It's how it feels in this office. I do <laughs> I don't know what to say. You're all babies. Uh, this is a podcast <laughs> where we talk all things um, social media culture. Yes. Uh, and today we're going to be, well, actually, you might notice that we're all wearing dark colours. Yes. Um, there's a morose tone in the room. I'm sure you'll agree. Yes. Um, because it's a memorial service for MySpace. Um, God rest its soul. Yeah. We thought we would look back uh, in, in the first, in what could be a series, I think it probably will be a series, um, a MySpace series? Not a MySpace oh, series, at least I know. Obviously we have um, MySpace's biggest fan here with us. Yeah. There's a lot of dead social media <laughs> platforms that are no longer with us, sadly gone but not forgotten. Ah. Uh, and we want to remember them um, and see what we can take away from them, what we can learn, what was good about it, what was bad about it, all that kind of stuff. And we thought, we're better to start with MySpace. And who better to ask than the oldest woman in the world? <laughs> Certainly in this office. I look anyway. good though, right? Uh, Self-proclaimed <laughs> oldest woman in the world. Can we do some of your little quips that you like to ask us? <laughs> well, like, do um, you know do who you, the Spice Girls are? Do you know who Spice Girls are? Do you remember when Smarties had plastic lids? <laughs> do you? <laughs> Bear in mind, Hannah and I are almost 30. Like, we're not like... <laughs> but I mean, somebody didn't know who Hanson were, so I'm like, right. Yeah, that's you you use their babies. <laughs> okay, is that That's relevancy. Oh, right, right. Yeah. <laughs> So that's sad life. <laughs> well, speaking of music, yes, uh, we're going to be talking about MySpace today, the very famous, probably like the the first like big social media platform there was. I would say like it was obviously like Bebo and you know, Vine, and MSN, and all that stuff. And I'm sure we will cover those in later episodes. But we thought we'll start with the daddy of them all, MySpace. Yeah. Um, so, as a reformed emo. And Not person, Lisa, <laughs> we would like to start by asking you what are your first memories of MySpace. What is like the elevator pitch for MySpace, in your opinion? Oh, that's a good question. That is a good question. Um, I agree. The, there's no elevator pitch because it was as if you discovered it yourself. You know? Oh my God, so, that's so hipster. Exactly. <laughs> Although in fairness, yeah. it wasn't like me. It was my friend Kitty, but um, uh, she was very seen. What we, what we would call people that were... A scene kid? Yeah, exactly, a scene a kid. A, a picture of a scene kid here. Yeah. Because uh, like, I feel like Gen Z's use it in a different way, where it's like, I feel so seen. Oh, yeah, that's yeah. so true. No, seen with a scene. Whereas feeling seen in 2006 was a very different kettle of fish. <laughs> yeah, sure so, true. <laughs> <laughs> so true. <laughs> <laughs> You're like, roar. <laughs> yeah, exactly. <laughs> yeah. But, um, so she was quite seen. And she was always using MySpace and taking pictures with her webcam webcam attached to her pc monitor um for children her should be seen but not heard <laughs> <laughs> yeah we were it was a happy time yeah. but um she was the one who introduced me to it 
And it was because we would go on and like look for hot boys. <laughs> what age were you at this time? Eighteen. Eighteen. Yeah, so two thousand and four. Okay, so you were like yeah. I've literally just given the actual age away. <laughs> Ancient. Very old. Um so yeah, was that when you got it? Two thousand four. Two thousand and four, yeah. Four. And that was when you were eighteen. Yes. Okay, cool. Um so what were your like your first like kind of memories of the platform? When did you ever hear about it and like what was like the was everyone on it at the time? No. Because with like Bebo and stuff like that, which is probably the one that I remember best, mm-hmm. people were kind of like, most people were on it. It was pretty like, if yeah, by the time I was on Bebo, I was like, everyone is on here. Yeah. Was so, MySpace like that? No, not not at that time. It, it felt like it was still a bit of a subculture thing. Right. So it was very much geared at your kind of music fans and scene kids, um, emos. And I think. I don't know if it came off the back of Live Journal, to be honest, um, which again was a nice creative outlet for people who had a lot of feelings that they just wanted <laughs> to put oh, right, okay. Yeah. Was that like early days blogging? Pre yeah. Tumblr kind of thing. Yeah. Like exactly. I mean it was so it was it was just a blogging um site, but you could do it in the open and um everybody could view all the feels and all your poetry and whatever other art <laughs> you wanted to put there. Um, written word art only. Um, but it, it felt like the same kind of culture as that. Maybe mixed with, like, I don't know if you remember the like kind of the suicide girls and these kind of earlier kind of They still of, exist. Do, do they? You still get suicide I girls. I mean, they're not as famous then. Not as famous, but they but. were like a big deal back then. Exactly. So it was more um, people who kind of felt like um, they wanted to connect with somebody in the similar culture. Um, although really it was just trying to be cool, I'll be honest. <laughs> um, so would you like find people on MySpace after meeting them? And really, like, did it work the way like Instagram works now? You meet people and you're like, do you have MySpace? So, um, well, yes, you could do that because you could personalize like your URL. Um, but how it generally worked was friend, like friends of friends. So you could okay. view your friends' friends, but you could scroll through pages and pages, hundreds of friends, and then anybody that you kind of recognised, you could request to you know be their friend as well. So people, random people did add you, and people like that Facebook. I mean, but they wouldn't. It wouldn't give you recommendations itself. All oh, right, okay. So, so you, you had to manually. Like that, right, okay. Yeah, exactly. Well, that's interesting. So it wasn't so much like trying to grow you're like following on there as much was it not mm. or did it feel like certain people were interested in that but you could just be on there quite silently there were definite like myspace celeb types okay yeah um, so were they like early day influencers then very much so yeah, yeah. but uh, they have very little to work with other than putting out their music taste their kind of interests and personalizing their myspace page well, this is the thing, like, this is very much still the era of being on the computer. Yeah. I think, which is an important era to, to mark. It's kind of an underrated era. It's like everyone had, in, pretty much everyone had internet at that point, probably broadband, yes. maybe, like, or, or like, maybe not 2004, maybe. Ethernet cable. Yeah, or dial, dial, dial up at the very yeah. least kind of thing. But uh-huh. like, that was a lot, we lot have more. Yeah, uh-huh. but like, you'd be on the computer. Like, it's not like now where you've got Facebook, Twitter, Instagram on your phone or anything like that. Like, it was very... In no. your house. Your, yeah, you your had house, like set like, times stuff. that were computer times and like MySpace times then. Well, um, <laughs> I was a student, so 
therein lies actually one of the problems with MySpace. I didn't really have set times. Nobody was policing me on my computer. So it was very easy for me to be like, study or check my MySpace. You think that led to your downfall? <laughs> it, led to, it certainly led to some sort of um, dopamine hit addiction. Yeah. Because it would be such a thrill when you'd log into your MySpace and oh, new messages, new comments. What, what do you feel now? Because obviously you are, for people that don't know, as I'm sure most people would, <coughs> you are quite social media averse in your day-to-day life. But you'd use like TikTok and stuff. Like what would you do? Is there any social media platform that you like just now that you think, oh, that kind of reminds me of MySpace or like it gives me the same feeling that I had when I used to go on MySpace? So mm, I would say no. The diff- point of difference for me was... Um, intention in a way I feel like with MySpace everything was so intentional you you were searching for that friend and then going in and requesting it wasn't passive in any which way you had to go onto somebody's page and leave a comment on their page you had to obviously message them directly although there was a blog element to MySpace that was quite secondary Um, so it didn't feel as much about like broadcasting so much as um, you know, place for people to find you and interact with you, and then if they w- if they were interested enough, if they really tried to find out about you, then they could see a little bit of your self expression on a page. It's so interesting how different that is then to like social media now. Is like mm-hmm. the actual platforms are pushing so much on you constantly, and they're like, watch more, do more, do this, do this, do this, watch this, watch this. Exactly. Whereas it sounds like MySpace was much more like MySpace is just there. So yeah. if you, mm-hmm. it is what you make of it, like you then get to decide whether you want to spend hours on it looking for new friends or like trying to find bands, but you could just go on it and see nothing. So do you get like updates from people or anything or is it just that you sit and look at your page and make it look nice? Well, yeah, well, actually, yeah, pretty much. Honestly, it was like a big deal. But, oh my gosh, I've not changed my profile song in a while. People are going to think I'm like totally lame. I don't really like music. <laughs> a touch now. Yeah, exactly. Um, so... You know, you go and find a different Nine Inch Nails song, or. <laughs> <laughs> but like in terms of like profiles that were like fully customizable and stuff like that, like. Well, that again, that was dependent on your skill set, really. That's that's what that's what I mean. Like it's like people could really put in so much to this, whereas like yes. the Instagram experience. Okay, yeah, some really creative people can do all sorts of things, like having photos spelling over different like things. Yeah. Stuff like that. That's really cool stuff like that. But like that was much more the norm have it but like also like if you had something like that it was very very cool to have it and people would pay money to have like their myspace yeah. done up and stuff that's, like that i mean like, that's really? I, find, I find that sad i would never have done that in fairness because in, although you learn you should learn pretty quickly that coding you can just lift from other people so i don't know why these people were paying somebody that they, for something they could copy and paste if they really wanted to <laughs> so would you um, call yourself a coder Oh, totally. <laughs> no, but I do know very basic HTML language because of MySpace. Which is actually very useful. I know, I thought so. So um, in my previous job, we did do like a one-day coding course. And I was like, I know half of this at the very least. Because so you've had half of a one-day coding course under your belt. Absolutely. Because I needed to be able to put in bold heart shapes in my <laughs> content in MySpace and have line breaks because it, otherwise like it just looked messy. That's the thing, though. Like, like it's like you're saying, it's such more of a passive experience now. Like, it comes, mm-hmm. the content comes to you. Yeah. You don't really have to put in any effort. It's just there yes. in front of you. Yeah. Whereas then you, you there was like rewards to like seeking 
things out and i think that the music probably had a big was a big part of that as well like yeah. um music is obviously like the biggest probably the most famous thing that myspace had is what like it's music scene there's so many different bands that came out of that like bring me the rise and devil wears prada like or even like and therefore recently like, i know hollywood undead broken side and all that kind of stuff do you know what i mean like the, the big one that i can remember was panic at the disco um yeah. so they were very myspace and when they were discovered by undoubtedly one of my cool friends you know um they were playing really small venues like you're talking maybe like 250 people the venue and later that same year i remember them doing another uk tour and they got bumped up to like a 3000 capacity venue yes and actually i felt bad for them because they couldn't fill the stage the way a seasoned band could they were just springboarded into like this massive kind of setting that they weren't ready for they hadn't practiced for they just had to because of the fan base um but that just came organically through people putting their music onto their profiles and kind of follow the leader effect but uh yeah that's amazing it's so interesting because i did not use myspace but like in that way it sounds quite similar to the way TikTok is like propelling artists like out there just massively and it's the same kind of thing where it feels like they're like just not ready for it like mm-hmm. artists are getting really famous from like their bedrooms and then all of a sudden it's like so many people want to see them live and they've like barely ever done a live performance so they're just not even prepared for the amount of fame that they just suddenly have through TikTok take them up does it feel like TikTok's kind of similar to MySpace in that way like music wise it seems like it's a different type of music that TikTok is pushing or maybe that's just my experience from I think, I think um, generally it's, it's like, obviously everyone's a TikTok, but I think you're right, it's more towards a certain, like, current tastes kind of thing. Do you yeah, know like, like popular like music. Pop, pop music, that kind of thing. Like adjacent stuff. It seems like it's a lot of the, like, girls singing about people that have broken up with them in their yes. bedrooms, like that kind of so genre of It just music. feels like TikTok, and actually TikTok and, and all sound trends on TikTok now, it's all about relatability. Um, to your own life you need to be able to see yourself in it whereas I don't feel like that's how it was for the MySpace music it was very much like is this the new more experimental thing that's kind of building on my chosen genre and subculture Um, you know uh, so I was thinking top eight is probably top eight friends that was like not just MySpace other platforms that I'd be with stuff that I had that as well what was that all about do you think well MySpace (laughs) MySpace started it and actually it was um Obviously, it was a kind of like you wanted to aspire to be in, the, in somebody's top eight. So it was a bit to incentivize you to be more on that platform, be more present, wasn't it? Because, yeah, I suppose. Yeah, that's um, a good show. Although at the start, which I thought was really interesting, the one consistency in everybody's top eight was Tom, the founder of MySpace. So he was your number one friend from the very get-go mm-hmm. uh, for years um you couldn't take him out of your top eight so could okay. you <laughs> no but like i actually think that's where some founders are going wrong these days that tom was a wee friendly face just always there <laughs> he's your polish your number one friend and it just it did just seem like some dude that was like here i've just like made something you guys go nuts but like you know remember me i'm like, your best friend <laughs> yeah, <exactly. laughs> this is me, by the way but that's the, the thing like it, it's interesting how like different heads of different social media platforms have taken on that mm-hmm. role like i don't know i don't know who the head of tiktok is but i very much know who mark zuckerberg is i know who elon musk is 
yeah. and I know who Jack Dorsey is and because I work in social media I know who the Instagram founders used to be yes. but like Elon Musk Mark Zuckerberg they're your, they're your most famous ones they're sure. quite different but also I know quite similar in a lot uh-huh. of ways as well <laughs> <laughs> like, like very unrelatable whereas mm-hmm. like as, as people mm-hmm. to most exactly. people I think whereas Tom was just like he wasn't he was, just a guy was it just much? a guy just a picture just like he had like a whiteboard in the background some random he's gonna have a kind of goofy smile isn't he yeah he's like, he's just and like, like just a white t- plain white t-shirt and like the photo itself was really kind of lo-fi I feel like he had like red eye or something in the picture <laughs> you know it wasn't <laughs> yeah um, so I'm just like you exactly you genuinely did feel that um was there a bigger kind of sense of community then on MySpace do you think than social platforms just now so I w- I was maybe going to say this later, but I do, I do genuinely think that's one of the big points of difference is that it felt like, like I said, like Tom was handing you the keys. So he built, he built the bare bones and it was like, well, no, but it, it is, it's your space. So, you know, there's that sense of control. Again, I'm giving away a bit much about my personality my preference <laughs> in, in platform over the... Lisa is not the biggest fan of Mark Zuckerberg. Um, we'll... we'll Mark, if you're watching, don't punish me. <laughs> <laughs> and you use me as a business suite. <laughs> He's going to take you out of You're not my best friend anymore. Oh, my God. <laughs> that was a devastating thing to happen, though, when people yeah, took you out of the Yeah, how did that impact eight? friendships outside of MySpace, like, if you got removed from someone's top eight, then? I mean, see if it was, like, a proper friend in real life. You'd be like, sorry, what? Oh, my God, I can't believe you're, like, trying to impress that other person by, you know who do you think you are? And actually, that then did show you the initial stages of people developing an online persona versus their real life mm-hmm. um, persona. So uh, we've obviously covered, kind of covered the culture of, of, of MySpace and stuff like that. Um, the death of MySpace, mm. even though it's still alive, <laughs> but the kind of the death, uh, the, the social death of it. Do you remember, where were you <laughs> when it happened? <laughs> Sorry um, to bring this up. <laughs> <laughs> it's a repressed memory. Um, it was so slow, really, because uh, it gradually changed to um, a music-only platform. Well, was it when Justin Timberlake bought it that it was, was it? essentially? Was it, yeah. yeah, Justin Timberlake bought MySpace. I thought AOL bought MySpace. I mean, maybe they bought it after him. No, that was Bebo. That was Bebo. Sorry. Oh, okay. Yeah, yeah, yeah. But um, he he bought it maybe with other people. I don't know. And um, it was then music-only, and they kind of I don't know. They just killed off the profiles as we knew them but I think by that stage I had got killer again and I was just I'd moved on from that yeah and Bebo I don't know what the hell happened with Bebo either but um Bebo got bought over um yeah. and by AOL and I think they tried to do something with it and it didn't really work out so but, but MySpace they spent 120 million to launch MySpace music but it was like all buggy internal yeah. kind of issues and stuff like that. and they, they killed a lot of staff Called, not killed <laughs> uh, a, a lot of staff uh, during that time so I think it was just like the perfect of they took a swing and a miss and also there was like Facebook and all that kind of stuff waiting in the wings to kind of take over that's exactly what happened because I was just trying to think where I was I was like did I have an online hiatus that's what it was everybody moved to Facebook yeah um I didn't <laughs> but but I watched I them all <laughs> yeah exactly I didn't stay on MySpace either um digital break I think um yeah. But uh, I think the MySpace music, they just missed the boat, essentially. Had they jumped on that 2006? It was a bit late by the time it happened. Yeah. Do you think, though, that's why it's remained in people's memories so fondly, kind of thing? Because 
there was like music is always like a big trigger for reminding you of certain times and places and stuff like that. Do you think that's why it's like more than any other platform? I think that's part of it. it. I think I think that's part of it. I mean, I think then you probably would find with different age groups, there's different um, views on it. It's not like you could go to my parents and they'd they'd be like, "What?" But my (laughs) my who now? But I mean. Certainly people my age, there's always going to be nostalgia because that was your intro into like your online life. And again, it was, it was big, a big form of self-expression and, um, you know, your kind of your calling card, wasn't it? So part of your identity. Do you think that's what's missing? The the self, I mean, people can express themselves, Mm -hmm. but like, I don't know. I don't, I feel like it's within certain parameters now, like more than ever. I feel like you are hitting the nail on the head for me um (laughs) always um but i i do think that's kind of what's missing um because it is platform-led now and this is why though that you know platforms have niched down and that's why there's room for new platforms and different platforms Uh, um obviously they're all still trying to copy each other whenever there's success but uh stereotypically you know you're still go to twitter for a rant um oh sorry x (laughs) (laughs) um or um, instagram for kind of the ideal inspirational aspirational life um facebook is your kind of family friends don't kind of keep in touch with can your parents know about it okay i'll put it on there yeah exactly (laughs) but myspace was um very much let's say like it was owned by you and um Nobody was interfering with you. You felt like you were choosing to do everything. <laughs> if that it was makes community sense. led, I guess. Yeah, you could say. exactly. Yeah. I, 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 what do people call tweets now? X? Kisses. That's cute. That's really yeah, cute. If you almost call them That's kisses, all would be forgiven. Kisses for you. <laughs> um. You kiss. <laughs> uh, Mark, if you could tell Elon my good idea, that'd be great. <laughs> Uh, well, th- I think that brings us to that concludes um, our memorial of MySpace. Oh. Um, how do we feel? Do we feel a lot better for having talked about it now? I hope I did her justice. Yeah. I think you did. Thanks. Uh, we now have time for a game. Are you up for a game? Oh, if I can win. Well, yours isn't, Lisa, yours isn't really a game, actually. Oh, for goodness sake. What we have here is I've looked up the original like MySpace survey. Oh, oh, right, amazing. Uh, and what I thought would be fun was... I'm going to do it. Yeah, you're going to do it. Yes. But what I want you to do is, I want you to give your answer now versus what your answer would be back then. Oh, my God, like, I probably published this. This so. is a very short version of it. Okay. Compared to, there's like 180 questions. I have shaved it then to Which a year. Oh, yeah, honest it? to God, like ours, so. it's oh, ridiculous. Oh, Yeah. Okay, and, like, I, and I would post this expecting no, people to... Until you were spending hours on it, you're like, what is my favourite thing? Exactly. <laughs> What's so the coolest animal? Let, 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 without further ado, let's let's go. So, um, what was the last beverage you drank? Water. What would it have been back then? Monster. Um. Oh, uh, Red Square. What's Red Square? Oh, oh my gosh, it's like an alcohol. <laughs> is that a communist drink? <laughs> our, our son, <laughs> kind of. No, our son, guy Alex knows. Um, it was a, it was an alcohol that was basically Red Bull and vodka. Nice. Yeah. Nice. Okay. So any moment you have just drunk that. Probably. Awesome. <laughs> well, she was 18. Yeah. Yeah, yeah, exactly. yeah, yeah, yeah. Last the phone call now and then. Can I check my phone then? You can. Okay. Last phone call. Could be something really boring like a bank. 
Oh no, well, my okay, husband. My husband. Oh. It is. It is my husband, Jeff. So wouldn't it have been that back then? No, no, probably. Um, oh no, I, again, I'm, I don't want to give away too much of my personality, but it would be like, Dad, I've run out of money. <laughs> <laughs> husband versus dad. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> I don't need a man. Where's my dad? <laughs> Last song you listened to? Oh, again, uh, it was probably. I'm just Ken. <laughs> it was. I mean, it definitely was. Which would be so different to your last song back then. Exactly. Sure. The last song, let, we'll say it would have been um, Shut Me Up by Mindless Self-Indulgence. Nice, nice. Mm-hmm. Uh, last time you cried. That's, what <laughs> that's a good one for This you. morning, obviously. Yeah. <laughs> yes. And back then, that morning, the, obviously. Yes, exactly. <laughs> Never changed. Um... <laughs> How many kids do you want? Now, this is an interesting one. Oh. So, uh, back then, mm-hmm. I would have said zero. <laughs> and, yet. <laughs> and yet, I have two beautiful children. <laughs> um, but, and I'm fine with that. That's the, the amount. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> That's enough. Um, do you want pets? Yes. I, I, I would have said back then, yes, I have a pet dog called Finn. Nice. Aww. He's a golden retriever. He's the best. Oh, show you Finn. And it, uh, he's dead <laughs> <laughs> obviously oh, R.I.P <laughs> him in my space yeah. oh, um, <laughs> he's dead <laughs> <laughs> oh my god you're so lucky I'm over this like, <laughs> <laughs> anyway <laughs> now this is another good one do you want to change your name here you did that I don't um, can't afford pets now. <laughs> right, go ahead. <laughs> do, do you want to change your name? When I get married? Yeah. I, again, actually, so I would have said yes back then, and I have technically changed my name, but I do regret that. Like, not, yeah, yeah I mean, I'm glad that I have the same name as my children, but I really oh, miss you being really Lisa love Barry. Your amazing name. Yeah. Yeah. Like, do you want to know my MySpace URL, by the of way? Of course I do. I should have it asked that first. MySpace.com forward slash Barry Big Balls. <laughs> Barry Big Balls. <laughs> <laughs> That's what So here we have, I'm, I'm Josh, I'm Hannah, and here we have Barry Big Balls on the show. <laughs> so if you had given me infinite amount of time to guess that, I would have never, ever landed there. Um, Everybody has a past. <laughs> yeah. That's not usually what people mean when they say that. <laughs> I went by Big Balls. Twenty years ago, um, uh, this is just one. Name something you cannot wait for. Oh, um, <laughs> oh, I know. Oh my gosh, that's so bleak. Um, that's terrible, Josh. I'm just trying to live in the now. Like, <laughs> okay. And what would you have said back then? Transformers one. <laughs> Rev. Rev. What yeah, was that? that was a that was a rock night at the student union. <laughs> <laughs> Perfect. Um, okay. Do you have a crush on someone? I mean, now, now I'm having, having to say Tom Holland, aren't I? Even though apparently that's creepy. But that's I didn't creepy. watch Billy Elliot. I didn't know of him then. <laughs> you didn't know, okay. No. Who would it have been back then? <laughs> not Tom Holland. Please don't say Tom Holland. So I'm begging you not to say Tom Holland in 2004. Stop. Um, no, Trent Reznor. Trent Reznor, okay, yeah. classic. Um, strong or weak? I thought this one was really interesting. You're pretty strong. Um, 
you I'd like to <laughs> I'd like to identify as strong, but since you beat me in an arm wrestle, I get kind of That's true. I'm just very strong, <laughs> that's all. I wouldn't say weak though. I've never say weak. No. So just go strong. Uh, nicknames, obviously we know Barry Big Balls. <laughs> <laughs> I also used to get called Flea. Why am I telling flea? you this? <laughs> yeah. Is that fl- <laughs> Oh you oh you mean flea? No, big balls, yeah. <laughs> Uh, oh, do you know Flea? No, big balls. <laughs> I'm happy to end the podcast on that one, yeah. to be honest. Okay. That works for me. So Lisa, before we go, do you have anything you want to plug? Is I don't mind being recognised in the street for our TikTok. So oh, you got, you got someone took a picture with you the other night, didn't they? Yes. <laughs> Did that get posted anywhere? I don't, like, I don't right, think okay, so. good. I'm not postable then. It's in the Guardian. It's in the Times. <laughs> the broadsheet. Socialite Lisa got Aging socialite Lisa Gormley. <laughs> So that's, uh, out in the time. that's at We Are Hydrogen on TikTok. <laughs> Thank you so much, Lisa, for joining us for Thank another you. episode of the Social Media Social Club. Thank you, Hannah, as well. I've been Hannah, you've been Josh, you've I been have been crazy. She's been, she's <laughs> been Barry Big Balls. <laughs> <laughs> Thanks, guys. Until next time. Bye. Bye. <laughs>